Welcome, 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 welcome back. Yes, this is the mentors you're listening to a segment called the Five Minute Pick Me Where we motivate you for the week to come. Welcome, welcome back to the mentors. This is Vadim and Sergey, and today we're going to be talking about a popular Netflix show called Mind Hunters. Whoa. And whoa, whoa there, buddy. Okay, well, actually, today we're going to tell you a couple of stories, and we're always amazed about how inspiration, entrepreneurial inspiration, at least for us, can come out of amazingly unexpected places. And yes, one of the stories that we're going to tell you is about a popular Netflix show that Vadim's going to talk about in a second. And another story is about a movie that I saw recently that gave me a ton of entrepreneurial inspiration and we're hoping to communicate to you and motivate you for the week to come through these short stories so if you don't know mind hunters first of all might be a little bit of a spoiler alert but not really i'll try to keep the details actually i'll try to keep the details out of it basically it's a show about a behavioral science unit within the fbi brand new unit in the late 70s that started off because they had an inkling of an idea and that was that there were some patterns you could recognize from people that committed multiple murders. Matter of fact, back then, believe it or Murder. not... Murderous. Back then, believe it or not, there was no terminology as serial killer. It's something that came through the work that these people were doing by interviewing people that committed multiple murders. When is this? The 60s or it 70s? It was 1977 to wow. 1980s, what Wikipedia said, but who knows? The nose knows. But yeah, believe it or not, I mean, as little as 40 or so years ago, this was something new. But there were some people within the FBI that truly believed in this sort of new concept and educating other police departments about how these serial killers think. And just that conviction alone motivated them to literally go from city to city, precinct to precinct, educating these police departments. And they got a lot of pushback to start in the very beginning. People didn't agree with their methods. People are used to the status quo. And typically when something innovative like that comes along, you'll get a lot of pushback. But this team kept on moving forward. And eventually, as you see in season two of Mindhunters, they actually started getting accepted by the police community and literally changed the way police departments and detectives thought about these types of crimes. And they became famous through the process, famous FBI agents, at least in their field through the process, right? Enough to get a Netflix show made, sure. Sure, yes. And who knows, there must be some sort of residual that they make from it. I don't really know. Probably not. But maybe they were invited as coaches or something during the filming of the show. So for sure, this team of agents certainly didn't probably see themselves as innovators or they wouldn't label themselves that way. But by trying something new and pushing and finding ways to influence people in micro ways in the beginning... And then actually proving that their method worked over time. I'm sure it was over a matter of years. In retrospect, everybody looked at them as these big innovators. Exactly. So the other story that was very inspiring to me about non-entrepreneurs, but that was very entrepreneurial, is the story of the two journalists who uncovered the Watergate crisis. So you might have heard of the movie All the President's Men. It is with Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford. And those two actors play the uh, journalist Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward. And Bob and Carl were about like 29, 30 years old or so when they were working at the Washington Post. And one of them got the assignment of looking into this potential Watergate thing. It was just a lead. Nobody really believed it. They thought it was kind of a BS thing. Again, it's a conspiracy against the president. Very dangerous to to even be talking about that, right? You're going to have a lot of people who you're going to piss off. But 
they started working together on this lead. And Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward, now we know as two of the most famous journalists. Washington Post back then was a relatively, you know, not a first-tier newspaper. Now we know as a top-tier newspaper. Why? Because these two guys decided to take this one small lead, but it was so important to them that they uncovered every stone. And in the movie, you see how they cold-call people. They cold-call leads. They show up to people's houses to ask questions. They know exactly how to ask that extra question for somebody to uncover some information and push even when it feels uncomfortable. It reminded me of my time in sales because that's what makes the most successful salespeople. And so you had these two guys that were journalists that weren't entrepreneurs, but by being entrepreneurial and pushing every single lead in a way that none of their colleagues would do, these young journalists became some of the most famous journalists in our country. And if you watch the show Mindhunter, you see a similar pattern as well without giving it up. Once they observed certain behaviors from these serial killers, they then tried unorthodox methods to get these serial killers to essentially come out and catch them in a mistake. And they had to convince these different departments to try these crazy ideas out in order to catch them in the act. Now, had they not done the work to actually study them and interview them, they wouldn't see these patterns, but they did, and that gave them the insight that other detectives simply didn't have. So, you can be an entrepreneurial person in any field, really, as you can tell, in journalism, in police work, whatever it might be, and for me, at least, the moral of these two stories is that it doesn't matter who you were before today. It doesn't matter if you've been generally lazy or you've tried many things and you haven't been successful or you haven't been good at certain parts of your job. If you choose today to take your work a little bit more seriously, to push a little bit more than your colleagues by maybe finding something, that aspect of your work that you care about, it can brand you as an entrepreneurial innovator down the line. It'll help you if you start your own company. But even if you don't start your own company, you will make changes happen in your workplace that other people cannot, and you will get recognized for that. And that's a pattern that we saw in both of these stories. Some of the people that ended up reaching incredible heights within their respective careers didn't necessarily have any track record to speak of before then. Or if they did, it wasn't noticed by anybody. So this change within you can happen at any time, and it can then set a trajectory for how you do the work going forward. So that's it for our five-minute pick-me-up for this week. Thank you, and we'll see you on Wednesday.